0: Lightning Lee Murray wanted to be world champion in the UFC. He just happens to be involved in the largest cash robbery in the world. He's definitely not sane. <laughs>
1: Showtime Sports
0: presents the unbelievable true story about the MMA fighter who pulled off one of the largest heists in history.
1: Huge amounts of money, armed gang, disguises, kidnapping.
0: This is the sort of thing you see in Hollywood films. We've never seen that for real. Catching Lightning, streaming now, only on Showtime. Streaming with Paramount+.
1: Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. And I know it's hard to believe Mint can be any good for just $15 a month. So let's ask Wasim Iqnabi, one of Mint's first customers, if he has any issues with Mint. No, the services have been great. And under my ownership, it's going to get even better. How? No clue.
0: Still $15 a month though, right? Yep. To learn
1: more and see our logo, go to mintmobile.com slash Spotify.
2: New activation and upfront
0: payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms.
1: And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right. Welcome into another episode of the Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network presented by DraftKings.
2: I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here
1: once again to get the lowdown on all things basketball. It's episode 11 here in season three as we record again on a Thursday Talking a lot of basketball once again, as we always do, but a lot about the Nets because there's just a lot going on over oh there. boy, it's not great.
2: <laughs> no, there's, um, there's quite a bit.
1: Yeah, got some BJ's best on tap, what's on Andrew's mind, and another topic, Dallas Wings might have found their new head coach, and we're going to talk about
2: that maybe, maybe. A, little bit, well, hope, a little bit. Let's hope, let's
1: hope. A little bit, a little. and some with it or quit it from Mr. BJ. That's me. So, without further ado, BJ, are you ready to go?
2: I'm ready. Let's get it popping.
1: All right. Let's get it going. Drama in Brooklyn. And that's where we start today. Brooklyn yeah. Nets have a lot going on. Uh, Kyrie Irving, a big part of it. Kevin Durant in the midst of it as well, but not like Kyrie Irving is. You know, Katie is just a part of a team that stinks. And uh, – you know, his head coach just got fired that too, that too. Yeah. So I mean, departing of Steve Nash. So, I mean, where do we want to start? Uh, let's start with the, I guess the biggest fish to fry Kyrie Kyrie with, uh, you know, everything's been going, I don't know how long it's been right now. I mean, at least a full week, you know, maybe more. It just, we see it so often. I think it seems like it's gone on for ages now, just Kyrie Irving getting slammed today by, uh, Adam silver, Saying his apology, quote his quote unquote apology wasn't enough, and um, you know, it, uh, here's a quote saying, "quote Kyrie Irving made a reckless decision to post a link to a film containing deeply offensive anti-Semitic material." Uh, Silver, who is Jewish, said, I "Actually, did not know Adam Silver was Jewish. I didn't either, um, actually." So that's a new factoid. Shout out TMZ for this shared fact. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh it's amidst the the controversy in the statement on, uh, Oh, sorry. That controversial statement was his that I'm reading my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but two days after posting a link, you know, um, you know, Kyrie Irving had a presser, uh, where he had a little back and forth with a journalist saying, uh, uh, our Kyrie was saying the journalist was dehumanizing him by, uh, asking about it. Um, and I don't know if you got to see that BJ, but we've got the video, of that conversation.
0: Reed, while we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults, and it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaign, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post. And it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to Chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book, can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it. Do you see me doing? Do you see me in front of there people are going to say that you are promoting? I put it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my stuff great, is great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic stuff. Let's move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. Another you're human free to thing. post. I what, can post whatever I want, so say what, that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's Nothing. not me. Nothing. By by posting no people what that you're making you did, up, bro. Move on. But by posting what you did. Move on, next question. Anybody question. is guys have look any at more it questions? Do you? you guys have any more questions? You guys have any more questions? Because this Semitic is going to be a beliefs. clip. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. No, this, this is another answering your question. Oh my god, let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie basketball related. Wow, that,
2: uh, that,
1: that, that really stressed me out watching that.
2: <laughs> have you ever seen a back and forth with a reporter like that before, from a like a professional athlete? Yes. I can't
1: remember who off the top of my head, though. But I know I've seen this before. There, there's like it's happened yeah, in know, the NBA.
2: I know Russell Westbrook like has Joakim kind of Noah had. It. I, I feel like Russell Westbrook has had his fair share of like you know arguments back yeah, and forth what? or, or whatnot, but that means? not quite like this.
1: Yeah, no, but I think I feel like Joakim Noah had a, had a run in, but it, it's some it's some like not like not to a player of Kyrie's caliber and skill level, no. probably not. Um I mean Kobe has like roasted people just like uh on the platform or I mean just kind of been like you know the jo- job not finished job finished I don't think so and you know he's I mean people have been smart alecky before yeah. but not not like this no. Um, no
2: that was confrontation But there have
1: been you know high level you know players that you know have scored like a 20 point per game that have been in you know I think arguments with you know, reporters mm-hmm. before, but I think it was mainly the reporters' fault previously. But,
2: so, but yeah,
1: I mean, this is just this is uh, that was that was quite. It it, 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 it went from zero to a hundred like real yeah. fast, and like you can see how agitated Kyrie was getting definitely uh, yeah. about it, and you know everything's just accumulated the last like four or five days that have really kind of really uh, escalated as the situation's just gone on.
2: Yeah, and and Um, that's not the end of it. Uh, Kyrie did speak earlier today as we record on a Thursday. Not uh nearly as confrontational, but I thought you might want to – I thought you might be interested in seeing this.
0: You have any anti-semitic beliefs? Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again, but this is not going to turn into a spin-around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear, though, is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from.
2: So the question, I don't think you could really hear it too well. Basically, was asking Kyrie if he thought he was anti-Semitic. I, I believe is what that was, and mm-hmm. just looking for a yes or no answer. And and Kyrie said, "I don't. I'm not anti-Semitic. If I know where I come from."
1: Why didn't he just say no? I, I don't know. I,
2: I don't know. Isn't
1: that essentially a no? Then if you, I don't. I, I don't that's know. What, I,
2: is... That's what I'm thinking. But again, <gasps> I, you know, it's just <clears throat> there. There, there's a lot much. to unpack with this. That's
1: exactly what was running through my head. The exact <laughs> words a lot to unpack. <laughs> I was like, that's too much. That's probably why I haven't seen it. Goodness. Yeah, that was it
2: just happened today. So Yeah,
1: I didn't see that one earlier. I like you said there's a lot to unpack. I don't even know. I mean I, I'm, I'm everything... interested to see
2: where you are with this, where, where you come from. You know, what your thoughts on it are.
1: I just I don't know how Kyrie like continues this vicious cycle with the media that he does, and like and how it's been able to go go on for so long. I guess because you know he can go for thirty five at any given night or something, and,
2: uh, and I, take over a game. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, because of the skill level, is it you know excused to a certain extent? Like I don't know, and.
2: I don't know if "excused" is the right word. You Pushed know, to the side. Well, you know, they they you know give credit to the media for for trying to hold him accountable and, and asking these oh, questions. Oh, he's in New
1: York. He's well, not yeah, absolutely, yeah. And
2: maybe that's part of the reason why is you know if if he was saying this and. You know, no offense, if but if he was saying this in Utah, I don't I, think. Why
1: did I know you were going to say Utah too? Am I am I in your head
2: today? I don't know. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Either instead of Utah, let's say like Minnesota, like, maybe. Like let's say Minnesota. Market, yeah. Yeah. If, if it was a smaller market team, it would still be getting talked about as it rightfully mm-hmm. should. Yeah. But it would not be. I don't think it would have blown up as much as it has. I think that this, yeah. you know, is is partly you know it it's mostly obviously Kyrie's fault. Uh, for for taking this approach and, and being confrontational. But again I mean whether you know he's cuckoo is a cocoa puff bird or or whatnot with all this stuff that he's he's going on about you know and we live in a world where whether it's right or not, people can have opinions. I'm not necessarily saying that he should feel whatever way but there is you know if, if you're gonna feel this way and you're going to tweet stuff out, you're going to link stuff out. You've got to be ready to, you know, prepare for the comeback. You know, prepare for confrontations. People are going to hold you accountable. People are going to ask you about this. You know, why did you do this? Why did you, you know, tweet out a, a link to a, a movie or or whatnot? Why, you know, why are you promoting this? And the fact and, that
1: he just continues to like speak in code instead of like answer questions plainly is just mm-hmm. like. What do you? Yeah, I, why are, why are we going through this cycle of like trying to answer your riddles and stuff yeah, Kyrie? I don't
2: know. Like, I mean, it, there's just there's so much to unpack. Again, I I hate to go back to that, but And and
1: his biggest L is not knowing that his commissioner was Jewish. And so like he's got to write his wrongs or I mean, you know. And, and and obviously Adam Silver's like this is not enough. So I mean, yeah. He's got to like overly write his wrongs probably before I mean, you know silver give him a suspension or a boot you know i don't know what's the most you know he could do a suspension i would see I, but I'm, like I'm, how I'm, high of a degree i,
2: I don't think the i don't know un- unless he just like refuses to if if, it, if it, the rhetoric continues and he continues to push it then he might get banned and and kicked yeah, out they're
1: gonna keep asking him until Uh, he's not given a plain answer yet so i mean the the more he skips over it the more it's going to drag on because you know next game coming up they're going to ask him and they're going to start asking his teammates if he's refusing questions or whatever you know and they're going to get annoyed and you know it's just gonna it's gonna end up blowing up in brooklyn and i mean it's already starting to ignite a fire i mean steve nash right out the door in the midst of this and and this horrible start for do, the team. Do you think and now bringing is... in somebody just as I mean super problematic with Imei Udoku? Like, yeah, I, I was what, just what gonna... is what is the logic behind bringing in a guy that you know not only is you know has he done what he's done, but like it just happened, like is is fresh, like this yeah. wasn't last year, like you know maybe he's gotten past it, he's gone through, he's he's taken the steps to be a better, whatever. It's been like a few months. You know.
2: Yeah, and, and now I you may have to remind us because, you know, we, we heard about the suspension, and I heard that there was a consensual relationship, if I'm not mistaken, with one of the executives in the Celtics front office. Is that the latest that we know from Ime Udoka? Suppose...
1: Hold on. I saw something earlier today. I don't want to be, I don't want to misquote myself, so I want to go back and make sure I'm saying the right thing. It's just like, hold on. I'll go check it. But there it was more to it. Um, I'm pretty sure within uh the doku situation. So mm-hmm. hold on, I'm gonna try and find this.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, uh, but while you find that, let me say, you know, I wonder because I saw that Nash and the Nets had mutually agreed to part ways. I wonder if, if Nash was kind of you not know, managed. well, I, I I know that necess- you know, I know that's not necessarily always the case, but I'm just intrigued by how much did the Kyrie situation where Nash is like, I want no part of this. I'm tired of dealing with the headache and the frustration of, of, you know, trying to massage all these superstars egos. I want out. I want out of here.
1: Now let's see. Um, no, I don't know if there was any, I'm not seeing anything. Um, on the latest I'd, have, I'd have to look back with Udoka. I didn't. I just we haven't unpacked this since we last talked about it, and I haven't, yeah. you know, thought about any Yudoku situations and didn't. Yeah, what? Obviously, the, gonna the last be in this time we mix, talked but...
2: about it, he was uh, going to be suspended for the whole season from the Celtics, mm-hmm. and then as far as we knew, he was set to come back. Now, not only is he not going to be suspended for the whole season, he's he's the Celtics have essentially just said, yeah, we're we're going to let you out of your contract which which then again when we were talking about it a few weeks ago why not just go ahead and fire him yeah why suspend him for a whole season if you're not wanting him to return as head coach next year and obviously the actions with allowing him to potentially you know go and be the next brooklyn coach which hasn't been confirmed but a lot of reports are indicating that's where the nets plan to go uh because of his defensive prowess on the court at least um then why not just fire him then you know that if you have if you have cause then you know you don't owe him diddly squat and it sounds like they had pretty good cause to to get out of that contract so maybe
1: maybe the Celtics were just nervous they weren't going to find an adequate replacement and mm-hmm. to be back in the in the mix of things after just making the finals with that core that they've got i don't know maybe they were just afraid but, but it was a stupid decision cuz i mean the result kind of ended up being the same. Like if they would have, if they would have fired him, you know, they, he would have still made his way to another team. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, whether that's Brooklyn or whoever, um, you know, let's just yeah. say it's Brooklyn. He would have made his way to Brooklyn anyway. Um, so now your spin, your suspension looks like, you know, a com- I mean, it was already a slap on the wrist, but now it looks completely pointless. Yeah. But I mean, what could you, I don't know what they could have really done to look like to, to have any sort of a w for the organization because i mean at the end of the day you fire him he goes on to a job you know in the nba he wants anyway it, it could have been brooklyn um in this situation you know now they're just letting him out of his contract and he gets to go to
2: brooklyn anyway potentially like, yeah
1: yeah so i don't know where yeah, I, I don't know it's just it,
2: it's it's interesting because you know and like the the best way that you could have held him accountable, if if, if whatever he, yeah, exactly. If whatever he did was egregious enough, and again, we don't know. That's the last we'd heard. If there's more to unpack, then then we'll need to do that next week. But you know, um, these
1: owners care about winning and money only. Mm-hmm. So that's what this was about. That's why they didn't fire him. They're like, well, I mean. We could bring him back next year, you know, if we still got most yeah. of these guys, you know, he's coming back. You let us know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can make yeah. the run again. That's what it was yeah. about. I mean, if it mm-hmm. was about, you know, respecting women in the workplace and everything, he would have been fired, you know. Yeah. For the, absolutely. for the, I'm speaking from for the Celtics anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, we know what the team's motivations are for the most part, unless I mean, if you'd have had, I don't know, if you're the Lakers or something, Jeannie Bus gets this call, maybe maybe Homie gets fired because he's got you know a woman in charge, and you know she's like, nah, I'm not dealing with that." As opposed to the males who are just like, "I'm trying to win, get money and revenue and all that, blah blah." blah. Yeah, I don't know, but either way, wrong decision, didn't fire him.
2: Yeah, he ends yeah. up
1: going to a Brooklyn a division anyway. rival. Yeah. Right across uh, yeah. the road. And what do you think now? Who's it's year very
2: interesting. Coach? You know, the the uh, what's interesting to me is that it's not the first time that Brooklyn's gone after Boston sloppy seconds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you remember the trade for Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce, Pierce that, Kevin yeah. Garnett and company. Yep. 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 <laughs> that
1: mass trade. And they tried to put the old guys together and make it work. Didn't work. Yeah. Did not work. But, you know, no, Brooklyn is not. just a cluster fire. Oh, and on top of all this, Ben Sim is not making the road trip injury um uh, mm. so i mean what's going on? he's still not even you know back to his old self will he ever be no. who knows probably not, probably not no. and i mean you know that's that's finding your that's finding your way out of the league quick especially since you can't shoot yeah <laughs> i mean if you can't even pick up back you know defensively like you were he's not gonna have a place in the league very long if he can't you know really no. actually get back to at least what he was
2: no um, you certainly won't
1: and um so yeah, Kyrie, Nets, gotta figure it out.
2: You so know, much going not to on. Bring
1: in a problematic coach. KD's over there miserable scoring like 30th game, just like, what am I doing here? But he signed on anyway. He said he took a nap the other day and he woke up and saw his coach was fired. Uh <sighs> crazy situation out there. Nets. Absolutely. They may not be they might they might be closer to where you had them ranked preseason than where I had them ranked preseason i I couldn't I couldn't
2: have predicted all this drama when I put them there i, I figured no, you that
1: cannot I, make this I, yeah
2: no, let me ask you one thing real quick before we move on. Yeah. If they do bring in Ndoka, you know controversies aside and everything like that, do you think their defense improves enough that they can play up to that top of the east kind of level that you we you know they have the talent to do so?
1: No, I think they'd they'd be you know play in. Uh, they'd be a play-in team at best at this point, just because of the mm-hmm. rocky start. Mm-hmm. Um, they would, and they don't, they they weren't a deep team. I mean, their starting unit was really what they had. Um, yeah. Their bench is like, who's that guy? You know, yeah. and whatever depth, whatever little depth they did have, they got rid of. So, I mean, it's really all starting unit and then second units in there for a little bit to like make something,
2: Yeah.
1: I, mean, I don't know, let, let time go on for a little bit, just so... Kyrie give, and get a, a drink of water rest. or something, yeah. you know, but
2: Who's they don't, they don't that have a bench good, player. Yeah. It's ben a bench player. It's LaMichael Blah Lobby blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of a funny name. Yeah. It's Mini Werman Yeagerman
1: Jensen. He was, he was number, number one. one. He wore the number
2: one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of what you got coming off the Nets bench. So, I mean, the best I can do is be you know Superman by Kyrie and KD mm. um to get to the play in and then I don't know but depends on what move they would make to help themselves out but they don't have a lot to work with so yeah I mean they would probably have to ship off what is a a piece of poo in what Ben Simmons is left with now um I don't even know what you would get from that I mean uh, not even al- good there's al- there's there. always
2: that uh preseason trade still looming you know Kyrie for Westbrook you get another athlete that will be confrontational to the media, but maybe not necessarily for the, the same reasons that, hey, that's about the only thing that they can do at this You can get point. some
1: more rebounds and assists if you trade there for Westbrook. There you there go. You go. There they you need, go. need some more rebounding because all they got is Claxton. And yeah. That's not a lot. Yeah. Uh, but, that's what's going on in Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen. They too are much, what are they? Two and five? Yeah, right? yeah, two and
2: five. I think. Yeah,
1: two and five.
2: Or in no, two and six
1: now. Two oh, and six Oh, that's now. right because
2: they lost to uh, Chicago the other night.
1: Yep. But I tell you what, not a lot of teams are doing like a bunch of winning. So I mean, if they get you know yeah. a couple of wins, they're in the playing mix. So I mean, they could turn yeah. it around at any time, I guess. But you could say that yeah. about anybody right now. It's, it's, it's still so way early. too
2: early to it's to get so... some feel for what things are going to do.
1: Right right so we'll we'll see but that point differential we'll see we'll see if that get up yeah yeah Yeah. but that is the nba side of things in this early part ladies and gentlemen don't know what's going on in brooklyn and i don't think they do either
2: no there's there's a lot of stuff
1: time for bj's best
2: that's me hey all right so we're recording on a thursday as we normally do um And it just so happens that today, November the 3rd, as we record this, and maybe it's because I didn't eat before the episode started, but I am hungry to get your thoughts, Drew.
1: You're kidding me, BJ. Please tell me you didn't.
2: Today is National Sandwich Day. (sighs) Grow up.
1: (laughs) Stop stealing my stuff. Leave off the national days. Leave him alone. <laughs> I started this. Go away. Do something else.
2: No, 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 no. I, I found. I, I, I mean, I, well, I found a, a uh, short episode. I found a I found a list, and I kind of wanted to go over it with you. Is this is this literally what you had for? What's on Drew's mind? Oh yeah,
1: my is, Yeah, get off my national days.
2: <laughs> well, m- maybe this will be the first and only time that we do a combined. What's on Drew's mind? Oh, it's BJ's best.
1: <laughs> I, don't I know. guess I guess that's what I'm. On, what's on my mind? So, so this is
2: this is a uh, this is a list. It says uh, since it's National Su- Sandwich Day, I went and looked to see what kind of rankings where where some of these sub shops come in from worst to best. Uh, this was an article. Oh, posted shops. Up, yeah. Sandwich okay. shops.
1: Well, mine, my, my, my part of it was different. So a little bit different. Okay. I'll just Sweet. double participate, I guess.
2: Perfect. All right. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, I, I, I have been known to have a sandwich a time or two. In fact, you know, I've got some peanut butter in the other room. I could just go and make myself a, a sandwich. But, you know, every now and again, there's nothing quite like going to a, a delicatessen or a deli, if you will, and getting you a, you know, fresh sliced, uh, you know, pastrami or or a Ruben or or whatnot whatever you might be interested in if you want to you know get yourself a uh, a a blt for instance or something like that and so i was like where's the best place that you can find a sandwich if you're looking at least you know not just a local shop but you know some of the, the the places that are available everywhere and so this rank is from 15 to 1 the worst to the best chain sandwich shops across the country. And starting off at 15, the worst of the worst according to this list shouldn't surprise anybody. Subway comes in at 15.
1: Jeez, what do you mean yeah. shouldn't surprise anybody?
2: Well, if you if you like, you know, by. sandwiches and and you you know, if you expect a certain quality subway takes the quality down it feels like at least it's always felt like to me you know there was there was a reason they had the five dollar foot long you know because it was it was cheaper to make and and they were able to put all kinds of weird like shoe foam rubber or something like that in the bread it was it's kind of weird so they've they've lost a lot of kind of respect for at least for me in the past couple years
1: yeah they haven't Uh, had italian herbs and cheese bread lately so
2: yeah that's that's my favorite when I go there, but um, you know, it if you go into the you know subway restaurant, it's it's depending upon where you are. Most of the time, it's just a sad state to see like what the veggies look like. You know, you you're not getting a whole lot of meat on your sandwich. It's not what especially. it used to be. No, sure. yeah, you're the value you're spending is uh you know it, it's yeah, it's, it's and being prices wasted. went up. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the quality
1: to go down. Yeah, yeah.
2: So it it didn't surprise me that Subway's number fifteen. Fair so enough. I'll keep going. I I don't think we've got any of these nearby for us. But Probably number fourteen not. is Blimpy.
1: Never heard of it.
2: You never heard of it. I've I've heard of it, but it's I've never actually been to one. I've been to one of these, and this is kind of surprising that it's this low. Number thirteen is Quiznos. These used to be more prevalent, and and there, there used to be more one in my town. There used to be a lot of them. Uh, there used to be one here. I'm pretty sure, but it is not anymore. I don't see them at all. I, I think uh, I think it was a COVID casualty. Um, there's, you know, a a, um, you know, a lot of problems that they had with their finances. Quizno so,
1: should have gotten an app. They might have made it.
2: Yeah, they should have. Uh, number twelve, which which there is one here. There's Never one in, in my town. Um, it's 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 kind of weird. You just you go in, you fill out a like a. A paper of, of whatever thing you want, what kind of sandwich, like what kind of bread, the cheese, you know, what veggies and you give it to them and pay and then you you just sit and wait and instead of going through and, and ordering like, you know, and, and taking time, they just you you fill out your own ticket and they fix it for you. So, uh, you know, I, I, I've never been one for their taste, but I can understand why people would enjoy it. Okay. This, this one's going to surprise some people because there is there are a lot of people that swear up and down that this is the best place in the world. Number 11, Panera Bread. Heard of Near it before.
1: The there used to be, I think that's one in Commerce. Um,
2: I I don't think they, unless they put it on campus somewhere.
1: But It used it, to be over,
2: right outside KTR. Is it, mm. No, what,
1: what am I thinking? Um, there yeah, is, there know. was one, there was. One. I don't
2: know what you're thinking. <laughs> there
1: was one in commerce, so. but anyway, never remember. had it. It's overhyped.
2: It it definitely is overhyped. I've I, I've had it, and and I'm not surprised that it's near the bottom. I think it's overpriced as well. This one I've never had. Uh, I think it when you hear the name, you'll understand why. I don't think it's in this part of the country. Atlanta Bread Company comes in at number ten. Yeah, never um, heard of
1: it yeah oh and i remember where the panera was so bj you remember i guess it says honors dorms and like uh-huh. yeah that uh whatever that red gas station was right there yeah it was that building right beside it, it with like uh it was like red brick so like it was uh, a little panera bread
2: maybe maybe they put it in after i left i don't remember it being there
1: no yeah i it really don't just a little small thing
2: yeah, I, I really don't remember that. Um, number nine, Corner Bakery Cafe. I've, I've never heard of it. I think it's a different part of the country. Number eight, Schlotsky's. Pretty good. Pretty good. It used to be better, but still pretty good.
1: I, I've i had it one time, and I was disappointed in what I got. So
2: It depends on how much you guy. like sourdough, I think. And it's a lot of too their... much
1: bread, too. It's yes. too much. It's far yeah. too much.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a, there's a lot. You don't get
1: near uh, as much topping as you get yeah.
2: bread. Be, be prepared. If you ever get a Schlotsky sa- sandwich, it's going to go all over the place. You're going to make a mess trying to yeah, eat Yeah, it thing. was
1: horrible. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, number seven, Potbelly.
1: Never heard Potbelly's
2: of it. pretty good. You never been there? Never heard of it. Wow. There's one over by Firewheel the next time uh, you're in the... I don't know where that is. Uh, Garland over off of uh, George Bush at... at uh, I don't go to 78, curling. I think. Firewheel Mall. Eh. All right. Well, next time you're in the Metroplex, I'll take you over there. We'll, we'll go get you a pot belly and, and get.
1: Yeah, I, I've already got a pot belly. But... <laughs>
2: <laughs> all
1: right. All right. Enough.
2: Uh, this one I've never heard of. Uh, number six is Predimanger. I don't the... think it's in this part of the country. Number five, Firehouse Subs.
1: Heard of that. Haven't had it before.
2: It, it's It's good, it's one kay. of my favorites. Number four is Jimmy John's. And I think it depends on the Jimmy John. I um, had
1: a Jimmy John's when I was... We Commerce visited um, uh, Dallas. I think it was Cumulus Media when they were still Cumulus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had went to Jimmy John's to eat. I was... Yeah, I don't, like right, I don't,
2: right down the street from it?
1: Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't eat the... Uh, all you the better. sandwiches at jimmy john's so i had to like break it down and make it like you know my actual sandwich like on a big sub or something yeah. so it was just like turkey mayonnaise and you know whatever.
2: i had i had far too many times where i was going over there to get food and and uh i discovered you know i actually like the lettuce wraps that they do the yeah they call
1: it, I'm, a big the rap which, I'm a big they, rap guy i'm a big rap guy
2: yeah, they call it the unwich because it's not a sandwich because it's not bread. It's it's lettuce. So I thought it was those were pretty good. Uh, number three, Aubon Pain. I don't think it's in this part of the country. Number two, I know is not part of this country or not part of this area of the country is Publix Deli. And then that means number one, the best chain sandwich shop in the country, Jersey Mike's. Never had it. You never had it I can, I can agree it. with this I this I is my favorite this is my favorite
1: like I said, I don't do a whole bunch of like actual sandwich shopping. It's just like subway yeah. if I'm feeling like it on occasion mm-hmm. or I mean I don't even really make my own anymore. I get a I'll random merge t- every now and then, but I always yeah. forget about the bread and it expires. I'll
2: I'll tell you if if you're uh, if you're ever wanting a great sandwich, well, you come out here. I'll I'll take mm-hmm. you. But you'll never want to have Subway again once you've had Jersey Mike's. I'll tell you.
1: That. Well, I'm gonna have to until I'm in an area with Jersey Mike's because I'm gonna be in this town with this dang Subway, and I'm
2: gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Very true. So that Maybe. is.
1: Maybe I should even wait to have the Carl's Jr. too until I, until I move to the area. Absolutely,
2: leave. yeah. You have got a, a lot of things that we got to get you to try when you when you get out yeah. here at this part of the, the woods. So, and that, that might is be BJ's best.
1: That might be BJ's best, but we still got <laughs> what's on Drew's mind. So, yours was you no know, top sandwich locations or like restaurants. Yeah,
2: where where to get the best sandwich? Yeah, and, where to get the your best? The list is uh, in agreement with my personal preference. I, I love Jersey Mike's. My favorite.
1: Well, BJ, I'm trying to see what you like on your sandwiches. What kind you of sandwich? What, like, what type saying? of sandwiches you would be down with trying? Okay. Okay. All so right. this, I'm not going to go through all of these because there's 40, but I'm going to oh, go okay. through some that look good and look interesting. All right. So this first one I would probably go with. This is a turkey avocado club. Oh, Can't definitely. go wrong with this simple standby turkey sandwich dressed with creamy avocado and crunchy bacon.
2: I absolutely messes with it, yes. Home run. Now, this one
1: gets interesting. I'll only ask you if you like this first thing. Do you like egg salad? No. Okay, never mind. Moving on. (laughs) Let's see here. Okay, let's try this one. A roast beef sandwich. Homemade depends horseradish on, sauce with the is the real kicker for this roast beef sandwich. Slather it on your Kaiser roll before stacking on tomatoes and roast beef slices, of which can be overlapped to form ruffles for an impressive yet easy presentation.
2: I I, th- I think it depends on where you get the roast beef from. Like if if you're talking about a, a certain place that we've we've uh, not necessarily talked bad about in the in the past, but necessarily are not our favorite uh then i wouldn't but if it's if it's done the right way you know i'd mess with roast beef sandwich and the horseradish sauce
1: i probably would not i'm not down Mm -hmm. with that horseradish
2: yeah i was Uh, gonna say it depends it depends on everything though
1: all right this next one this is an interesting one just depends on how dedicated you are to this here vegetable okay egg and broccolini sandwich these sandwiches are a perfect fit for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Broccolini, a more peppery version of broccoli, adds a popular uh, adds a pop of color and texture. Broccolini is it's not bad.
2: I've never had broccolini. I've had broccoli, but I've never had broccolini.
1: It's basically just like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's really the same, just really like it says, peppery version of broccoli.
2: No, okay. well, I always put some pepper on my broccoli, so I've probably had broccolini without even knowing it before um egg and i i don't i don't do a whole lot of breakfast sandwiches if i'm being honest I, i'm not hey,
1: it's 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 fit for breakfast lunch or dinner
2: yeah um the problem problem is that we uh that my family at least has as at least a a um a minor egg allergy so Ooh. you know if, if it's if it's in baking and everything like that and you can't see it in the finished product then it's fine it's it's one of those that if it's like you know like an omelet or scrambled eggs or whatever you get a little bit of hives i don't know why but Uh. yeah so i don't do a whole lot of the breakfast sandwiches that that do egg
1: okay this one looks kind of weird
2: hence the the saying no to egg salad (laughs)
1: See what you're about here turkey french dip sandwiches give classic french dip sandwiches a new twist by using turkey instead of roast beef melted provolone and worcestershire dipping sauce are common components that will maintain the authenticity of the sandwich.
2: Can you can you say that sauce again for me?
1: Worcestershire. Or <laughs> or I don't know if I don't know what that is. Worc- mean, worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire. It says shire.
2: Yeah, I know, but you it's it's Worcestershire. Instead of shire,
1: you act like I'm supposed to know that?
2: No, 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 that's what I'm telling you now, so that you do know going forward. This W, I I figured you had never come across that word before.
1: I'm just gonna call it W sandwich, (laughs) Worcestershire. I I think, I think it's it's it's... Worcester Shire in my book. Damn it,
2: (laughs) Worcestershire sauce.
1: (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I I, I, I
2: would, I would eat it, yeah, absolutely. I'm a big fan of turkey, and and I, I don't think I've had a a French dip sandwich before, but I, I know about it and I want to try it.
1: I don't. I'm not gonna try it just because that word. All right, <laughs> just next. because of word Yep. Tampa Cuban sandwich. All right. What are you? What are you thinking here? Like a Tampa Cuban? What is that? Marinate and cook the mojo pork ahead of time to prepare. Uh, your. Oh, my goodness. Let me start this over. Marinate and cook the moho pork ahead of time to make preparation quicker. There you go. Layer okay. the pork with crisp pickles, spicy salami, and tart yellow mustard for added flavor.
2: I'm a big salami guy, but I think I would try it.
1: It's pretty... It doesn't look too bad. Like No.
2: I, I would, I've heard good things about Rubens, but I've never had one, I don't think.
1: That would be interesting. Oh, Okay. This is this is kind of wild. Let's talk about it though. Veggie Dagwood sandwich.
2: Veggie Dagwood.
1: These stack sandwiches are piled high with grilled, pickled, and marinated toppings. Even meat lovers won't be disappointed with these hearty vegetable sandwiches. Um, looks I can't tell what all I'm seeing here. Let me open the recipe to get specific. It didn't tell me. Okay. Okay. So we got we got some mayonnaise in here got some ketchup got some pickle relish uh, some romaine lettuce, grilled mushrooms, eggplant, marinated tomatoes uh, Spanish olives. Oh no it's weird
2: I've, I've always been of the mindset if you're gonna do a veggie sandwich, cut out the bread and just have a salad. I really don't understand the whole point of, of a veggie sandwich. Yeah
1: this is too much.
2: Yeah, just the 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 bread is the worst part of that. You know, if you're yeah. you think the meat's gonna do the the harm, but no, it's it's the bread that is gonna get you.
1: All right, I'll try and be a little faster now. All right, okay, meatball subs. Yes. Okay. Uh oh, wow. What is that? I don't know. Oh, this looks interesting. Depends on what you like. Okay, a Philly cheesesteak.
2: Heck yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love Philly cheesesteaks, dude. I've a actually ri- been up to Philadelphia, had the authentic Philly cheesesteak. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. What about a ribeye steak panini?
2: Yeah, I would.
1: Okay, look at him go. Um, uh, Let's see what has got. Oh, that looks good. I'm not going to talk about that because everybody would eat that. What about uh, a chicken parm sub, Drew? You're a sloppy you. joe guy.
2: Oh, I love sloppy joes. What about chicken parm for you? A
1: chicken parm sandwich? Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. You just get like a, a normal chicken parm that you get in an Italian restaurant and put it between two slices of bread chef's kiss
1: okay a croquet madame sandwich
2: i've it's never heard of that alex
1: garnachelli hold on some ah ignore that it's a french ham and cheese sandwich the traditional way with a rich gruyere and bechamel sauce after broiling the sandwiches top it with a fried egg
2: uh if you can take the egg off i'll try it for sure oh, man, uh, dude
1: yeah. egg in a sandwich is just fantastic like get you a grilled cheese and like i used to have them at my old job have a put a grilled cheese with bacon and jalapenos and they threw a fried in fried egg in there for me oh my goodness dude so good
2: I, like i said I, I would if it weren't for just you know sometimes i get hives seeing Apparently, the the, the eggs you know that's that's I'm the problem out missing out i know i i try it even though the sauce sounds weird i would definitely try it if it weren't for the egg let's
1: see oh wow this is mad interesting okay a mac and cheese grilled cheese with bacon two ways show-stopping sandwich unlike any grilled cheese you've ever had a helping of creamy mac and cheese makes up the ultra cheesy feeling and crispy bacon adds crunch
2: i i would absolutely but i also think i would need to have my uh you know, arteries unclogged afterwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be oh, sitting man. like a like a you know, like a, a weight upon your intestine. Yeah.
1: Just sitting in there. Oh man. A buffalo chicken sub.
2: Yeah, I think I would. Go. I'm not I'm not usually big into the spicy stuff, but I, I think it would, you know, there'd be a way to that I'd eat it. Yeah.
1: A crunchy fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And what does that mean?
2: I'm guessing you just do, a, like, a fried. you fry it up uh, in an Add, air fryer or something like this that. This
1: one's got sliced banana pieces and potato chips.
2: Ah, the yeah. Elvis special, huh? Uh-huh. I might. I just – I've never thought about bananas in a, you know, like, sandwich like that. And, you know, there there's def- – depending upon, like, you know, what kind of chips or whatever you get – like, you know, you put a, a little bit of Cheeto crunch in your it's sandwich. Have like
1: plain ruffles, is what I'm looking at right now.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I mess with it. I, yeah. I think I'd eat it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Got a few more. Okay. Um, you've already said, well, no, nah, you'd have that one. Okay. Let's try this one open face New York strip Philly cheese steaks. Yes. This crostini cheesecake. Uh, Cheese steaks are perfect for when you're craving the flavors of Philly but can't commit to an entire sandwich. I love me a good crostini. One mm-hmm. of my friends at made one. It was a steak, and it had, oh, my God, what is it? It had, like, provolone cheese, green onions, and I feel like there was something else on there, too. It would have been great if it was jalapenos. That would have made it even better. But I love me a good crostini. That's good. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Let's see Vietnamese pork sandwich.
2: Yes. Yeah, I oh, think so. Okay. I found a place I found a place when I was staying in Dallas a couple weeks back that was a Vietnamese sub style shop and they had some fantastic subs. So I've I've kind of expanded my repertoire. If you had asked me a couple weeks back, I might not mm-hmm. have said yes.
1: <laughs> All right. A fruit sandwich.
2: Depends on the kind of fruit.
1: Fruits I'm seeing in this right now, strawberry, pineapple and kiwi with, in between pieces with, of bread with whipped cream
2: with with bread on top
1: yes so bread two pieces uh, of bread whipped cream strawberries pineapple I, I, and kiwi in the
2: middle i don't think so now if it was like the the bread that you do like an ice cream sandwich with with the fruit and the whipped cream then yes but nah,
1: this is white bread
2: no i i don't mess with that it looks
1: like it i mean i don't it, i'm, it's not, probably I'm good, not with but that i'm not with that much whipped cream or anything but like i was just saying like if you're food.
2: gonna eat the fruit and the whipped cream don't even get the bread just put it in a bowl yeah. get a spoon
1: okay and last but not least the galangal i think i said that right galangal chicken banh mi hmm. that is let's see the cru- citrusy ar- aromatics of galangal, goodness, that's a lot, paired with cilantro and garlic transform an otherwise bland chicken breast into a delicious filling of this banh mi. Galangal, ginger's zestier cousin, is widely available in Southeast Asian markets and is worth seeking out. The various components of this recipe, such as the pickles and dressing may be made in advance. The chicken too may be marinated a few days ahead of time. When you're ready to eat, simply sear the chicken and assemble the bond me.
2: I think I would try it. I've never heard of it before, but I mean, it doesn't sound like it's it's anything, you know, too, like, out there. I it think looks it's, like it's, it's something
1: it that you would try, but I don't know if I would personally. I think
2: I would. I think I'm I would at least, at least once. A little bit more adventurous, you know.
1: But that is what's on drew's mind
2: and what was bj's best we were both talking subs today yeah, we're both we're talking sandwiches because we were hungry drew yeah, we're
1: <laughs> hungry. the hunger strikes back the, hunger the nba back has strike <sighs> that didn't go right i was strigging this just... the nba struck back and they've come back and bj the tip-off has happened and we are like seven games into the season for most teams, seven, eight games. Mm -hmm. And
2: as if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat.
0: The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time.
1: You can get in on that action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers, which could be you, can make any $5 NBA, NBA Moneyline bet, bet on those maths and get $200 in free bets if your team wins.
2: Yeah, that's right, Drew, and check this out. In addition to the usual bets that you can place, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game Parlays. This is what you do. You go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app or go on your computer to DraftKings.com. You opt in, you place a stepped up, same game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. And here, you know, I think the Warriors are going to end their slide tonight against the Magic down in Orlando. They're a nine and a half point favorite. Take Golden State Moneyline and then take Denver. I'm going with the road favorites for Thursday night's action. A lot of games on Friday that I'm looking into. I've liked the Celtics at home against the Bulls. And I think I'm going to take the Timberwolves over Milwaukee. I know I'm going to be a little bit wow. bold with that one. Milwaukee's
1: but I, first loss to the Timberwolves? I,
2: I think so, yeah. I know we, we've uh, – it's got to happen at some point. I, I think it's going to happen in, in Minnesota. Man. So, uh, you know, I, I, that's what you've got to do. You go to DraftKings, place your stepped-up same-game parlay today, and maybe you make some money in the process.
1: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN.
2: Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. B.J., right, hey, we've Drew, got
1: breaking news. I was
2: just about to say this.
1: 76ers star James Harden has suffered a right foot tendon strain is expected to miss a month. Wow. And the Sixers Man. already struggling to start off the year. It's Tyrese Maxi time.
2: It is Tyrese Maxi time. Get him coming from off the bench into the starting lineup. Well, yeah.
1: I got I was... some instant news reactions. How, how did the Sixers survive from this? Let's take a look at where they are, BJ. They're currently eight eighth in the western or in the eastern conference at four and five and now they lose james harden after teetering to start the season and Embiid is not fully in shape yet
2: yeah and they they didn't have for, for they defense game. right now yeah yeah it's 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 gonna be very interesting let's look at their upcoming schedule because um uh, in fact i'm i'm trying to see where the uh... all
1: right 76ers they got the knicks yeah on debut of this episode, so as you're listening to this at six PM tonight.
2: Not an easy game to Texas say the least.
1: Knicks. Right. Not easy. Knicks are Knicks are all right this season, doing pretty good so far. Then they got Phoenix. Phoenix is a, well, great, a tough one of team. best teams in yeah. the league. Then you got Atlanta back to back. Atlanta's no slouch right now. No. And then Utah's been able to win so far early. Then yeah. Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Then Minnesota, and then the Mm -hmm. cluster that is Brooklyn on Tuesday on (laughs) TNT just before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then you get a little bit of a break with Charlotte, Orlando, Orlando. Yeah, but then it picks right back up.
2: Yeah, it's that's that's a tough stretch. They'll be lucky, Drew. December is
1: a little bit easier, but everything up until then is not really besides a few games.
2: And and this is still a Sixers team that can go on a run, even with you know James Harden being out. It's it's gonna be tough, but they've got to really kind of gel and really prove you know that Maxie is a guy that they trust and de- and can depend on to win them some of these types of games.
1: And what I can bet is that I bet we see Harden come back for the Christmas game. Yeah, something like but that. It Maybe tune up a couple of games before or something off mm-hmm. the bench or something, but. you know why not target that return day to be back
2: so expected to miss a month that would be right now beginning of december December, yeah yeah.
1: but you know who knows you know what if it's a little bit more if if he has a
2: setback or something like that
1: but if he Uh, does come early in december that's when their schedule is kind of light for a little bit so it won't be a a rigorous return for him depending on the guards that he's playing um so let's see early december that he's facing ja he's facing Jalen Green. Uh, he's facing Westbrook. Yeah. And then, and then uh, the, probably the mellow ball. He should be back. Probably.
2: Yeah. I was going to say he, he, I expect him. He'll be back for that game. At least, um, I, I'm looking at, you know, my right now conservative estimate here. I think he comes back for that game against the warriors. I'm hoping that he'll be able to come back a couple games before because, you know, they need him at a hundred percent to try to guard Steph Curry and that, uh, you know, warriors offense. So, Oh man. Um, that's where I'm looking. I know that that's about a month and a half. Okay. But, I, but that's I, a conservative I, estimate.
1: You know what I'm going to say? I think he's going to come back either against LA or against Charlotte and I'm and I'm backpedaling saying that a little bit because they have like a 7 or 8 game homestand before that Christmas game against the Knicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. 7 straight home games from December 19th through the 23rd that's insane so he's he'll come back some after that road trip so you won't see him in those first two games of december i don't bet why would you bring him back on the road when you can safely do it at home yeah so i think maybe the early part of those games
2: i think you're right i think probably the lakers is is probably the best kind of game to come back for so
1: yeah i mean and if not you got charlotte which isn't so bad and then sacramento which won't be so bad so yeah Won't be too bad for him but James Harden out. All right. James
2: Harden out for at least a month, but we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about, well, it looks like maybe, Drew, maybe, the next Dallas Wings head coach has uh, been uh, at least reported to have been announced, and uh, it's going to be a uh, former assistant out in L.A., is it not?
1: Yes, um, there's been reports from initially first coming from Howard Megdahl from the Next, mm-hmm. and then immediately I think the the next one I saw after that was uh, Rachel Galligan from uh, Windsider, and mm-hmm. I don't remember if she reported it, Windsider or just W Sports. I want to say it was Windsider.
2: I think it was Mm -hmm. one-sider. She
1: works for both. Um, But, yeah, that's been the reports uh, at the start of November here just a couple of days ago, first thing in the morning pretty much at 830. Tweet was fired off about multiple sources telling him that Latricia Trammell, uh, assistant coach for the L.A. Sparks, will be the next head coach of the Dallas Wings. Uh, She would be the fifth coach in six years. And I I didn't uh, read into all the stories because I've I've been – busy doing some stuff lately, um, as to, uh, why some of the reasoning for the initial departure, I didn't read his, um, and I, and I've just checked out some of the stuff from, uh, CBS and, uh, the stuff that's been written, you know, uh, aside from his piece and uh, what Windsiders put out, um, mm-hmm. talking about the reasoning as to why they're moving on and, It being about Vicky having some locker room problems, which, if that was the case, um, I'm not going to denounce that at all. There's definitely tension between some players, and, like, she definitely... I know this is a clean show, but in one post-game presser, I mean, she straight-up said that the team did some selfish shit in one of the games, and, like... I've got that clip. I mean, if, if I want to run that bag, you go back to the emails or go. back. I think, I, I think I it's fine. Cause you're that. quoting here. Yeah. 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 So like, it's been like, it's been, it's been tense for a while. Like I think it should if they were going to break it off, like regardless of how the season was, it should have been broken off last year. Mm-hmm. should have been broken off last year. Yeah. Um. So now it just kind of looks in hindsight for, for people that didn't know internals, it looks really stupid. And the yeah. initial looked stupid to me because, you know, you brought her back. She made it work, and, and got you know, you almost play- got you a winning season for the first time ever, and
2: uh, a playoff win for the first time in thirteen years.
1: Yeah, and a playoff home game, and you know, she was your first coach of the month that you've had all your coaches. And I mean, she mm-hmm. got she helped get your first player of the month award with the Tierra, which I mean, yeah. And I think another part of you know that you know, um, you know, maybe whoever the other disagreements, I I won't, I've got suspicions, but I don't want to say anything yet. Um, but you know, the fact that, you know, at one point it seemed, it seemed as if, you know, Vicky had kind of lost them because, you know, for two years, for both of those years, you know, there were periods with the Dallas wings and I think it was probably their first road loss where this jumped back into the fold this year because they started off undefeated for and on the road. Mm-hmm. And like they just had these games where like they'd be playing good, really good, and together in like the first quarter. And then it becomes hero ball for the rest of the game. And then when you ask about it in the post game, she, there's no answer for it. She's like, I wish I knew. And it's, and it's not like, You know, that was just, you know, her answer the first time you asked. You know, that was was the second time. It was the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time. Every time. You don't Mm -hmm. have an answer. Like, you don't know why your team does what it does. So.
2: Where's the communication? Yeah. And I wish I had some
1: some questionnaire, some more reporters over the years being in this with me, um, as opposed to kind of joining the fray late when Dallas showed it was starting to get good last year. Uh, or else we could really be nobody nobody else would be caught off guard Um, but it's just you know his shuffling of coaches is just so funny like he doesn't truly know what he wants Uh, he definitely wants someone he can control and I feel like he can control her because this is going to be her first head coaching opportunity Mm -hmm. and he probably felt like he could do that with Vicky but Vicky was like nah but to a certain extent he still did because um, you know I think when he originally brought in Tiara it wasn't it wasn't you know, Vicky wasn't a part of that decision because that's not how she wanted to play. She didn't want to play any bit slow. She wanted to play nothing but fast and push the pace. Um, she yeah. never ended up getting to play as fast as she wanted to ever. Um, and bringing in bringing in Tierra was not how she wanted to play, and that's why she wasn't playing early. Because I mean, you know what they were doing early was was kind of working. I mean, they were undefeated on the road. You know, their their starting unit of Enrique uh, Mabry, uh, Alicia. Izzy and KT was like seven and four with each other early on. And yeah. then they just stopped using it and then completely shifted the way they played, and, yeah. and started, you know, doing post-ups and, you know, uh, dumping it off to her inside and things like that. And, you know, that's not really initially what Vicky wanted to do. And it was just the controversy of the styles there. And you had to know, you know, the moment that that came in, you know, when, when you brought her in, I was, I was initially like, yes, and she can be such a good player, which is very true, and she is a good player. Yeah. But it does not mesh with the coach at all. So, like, you 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 kind of wondered how long was this going to last initially when you saw that because mm-hmm. that's completely ill-advised from what this coach you just brought in last year does. Yeah. And, like, you just you – just, it's kind of like the way, you know, sometimes GMs draft. They draft the talent and not necessarily the fit. And he was yeah. – trading for the fit, or he was trading for the talent, not necessarily fit. And, yeah. you know, I don't know how that's going to go with the rest of the construction of how he's going to build the roster over the next couple of years, and who he's going to keep, mm-hmm. who he's going to let go. And regardless of, you know, and this is a disclaimer, maybe you can use this as a clip, of uh, you know, about Marina being a free agent right now. She alluded in an earlier press conference this year when her and Enrique did a couple of combo ones. Uh, or she didn't say it, Enrique did she was talking about her and Marina going to be in Dallas for a while. You know, Marina's at Marina hasn't signed anything yet. And she probably knew Vicky wasn't going to last because they were one of the ones that were butting heads. They butted head heads last year because Marina started off the year starting and then got benched and barely played. And then that flip this year where she started basically almost every game she played and, uh, so she probably knew that, and that's why that statement was for sure made on a, on a presser. And you know, nobody but me is probably thinking to be like, oh, yeah, she kind of alluded to the fact that Marike is going to stay in Dallas, and they are. Enrique, you know, signed her big deal, and you think best friend's going anywhere? No, if anybody's going to leave town, it's going to be Vicky. Yeah. So, and that's what ended up happening. So Marike is staying here, and that's your backcourt in Dallas. If Sato can be healthy. Uh, then, you know, she's your co-star along that, you know, backcourt duo. And then you got yeah. Big T in the post. And then I don't know where that leaves everybody else that you have because you wanted to build, you know, you've got, every, you know, the rest of your roster is like the same age. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're all trying to eat too. I, I mean, besides Izzy and, you know, KT, you know, fits in where she does. And then uh, Alicia's growing as a player trying to get even better and more shine. Just like, you know, at a certain point, you've got to decide that they're, definitely it's not enough ball to go around like you see that I mean when you question that about big threes in the NBA but now when you've got like 10 out of 12 players that are like a year or two apart from each other and like they were all drafted in the top 10 and like most of them were drafted in like the top five or six like how do you how do you shuffle this you know everybody gets to eat thing yeah Rike is expecting to still go out and get 20 points a game she's the star of the team um she's going out to get buckets I mean she's she's about winning but she's still trying to go out there and get some buckets I mean she's trying to continue to make history at her scoring pace if she slows down she's not going to make you know the history that she was early on and she didn't want to slow down yeah Marina's still got to get hers out there she's a scorer I mean she's not a pass first point guard I mean she's a scorer and she's she's getting better and trying to score more every year and um you know saw two once she gets healthy and she gets to be there more games i mean she's gonna command the ball last year she came off a euro league mvp if she's healthy in this offseason she could come back with another one but that is her only issue you got to worry about is health for saw two and then big t you know she's just now coming in coming into her own got this team it's first player of the month award Arike never got one of those, but Big T did. Yeah. And you know, coming in now, it's like, man, who is your who's your number two? I mean, frankly, who's your number one now? Yeah. Like there's just there's so many questions surrounding it. You know, on the outside looking in because of the deal, you think it's Arike If you ask a traditional WNBA fan, it's probably I don't know, either Arike or maybe it's big T now. If you mm-hmm. ask, you know, some WNBA media, you know, it should be SOT too. They don't think it should be Enrique. They think more it's Tierra than it should be Enrique because they think Enrique is just a one-dimensional score and doesn't offer you anything else. It doesn't make your team better, blah, 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 blah. So it's just a shuffle of like, man, which do you go with? And then how many points points a game is Marina going to be okay with with all these three eaten? And then how's Ty Harris – where does Ty Harris fit into this? Is she your backup point guard? How many minutes does she get? I mean, where does that leave? Where does that leave Charlie Collier? Is she gonna be on the roster after you draft yeah, her number one absolutely. a couple of years ago? Is a Wat uh role gonna expand a bit? Where does that leave Izzy? She went from being a starter getting significantly better on both ends of the floor to barely seeing minutes midway through the course of the season for for big T's minutes, and now where do you fit her in? And then you gotta have yeah. KT out there for defensive purposes, and she's your she's a three and D player. Alicia Gray, she's a she's budding and trying a uh, a near all star this year. So, and so, I mean, where do you, where do you, where do you shuffle that? You're not going to be able to keep that. You've got to move pieces to bring in veterans that are like, I don't care. I'm just trying to win. And if five points a game is what I'm getting, and that's cool. We're trying to build a championship culture, blah, 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 blah. But you can't have like, you know, seven, eight, nine players that are like two or three years apart that are all, you know, needing a role like that. Because yeah. you you can't back off on Alicia's role. Then she's going to you know hate it here, and then she's going to want to leave. And, I mean, she kind of wants to leave anyway. Are we going to see her next year? We don't know because there was suspicions that she wanted to leave. And yeah. then, obviously, Izzy's not happy out here. Man, yeah. we, we can back talk and go back to all the tweets that, uh, you know, players fired off after one of those games and stuff. Yeah. Like, we can remember those conversations – of players you know firing off tweets easy fired them off charlie fired them off you know they deleted them or whatever you know so i mean there was definitely trouble going down in dallas and it was sensed all last year but it's just it's a lot to deal with and obviously vicky couldn't maintain it like how is this lady going to maintain it can she i mean she did deal with college players a lot so maybe she can deal with this younger crowd and maybe that's maybe that's the logic behind it like a yeah. college, you know, a college dominant coach like she can rein in all these young players because and, everything and, I've said over the past few years and my excuses for bringing in all these other coaches has not worked out. Let me yeah. bring in Agler because he's a veteran. He wants to try something new to rein in these young bucks and see if we can make them win. Nope. No, let's bring in Vicky because she used to play and we need someone that can relate to the players. And that's a great idea. No. And now we're going to try a former college coach who has a bunch of years of experience there and has handled young players, but has never head coached in the wnba and let's see if she can do it and if she can in like two years we're gonna try it again bj we're we're gonna double the deck we're gonna fire them if we don't get a championship in two years or three years this one's gone too and i'm gonna make up a new reason to hire another coach so i can have my sixth coach in eight years by the time that comes around
2: and, and it's not even that you're even uh, joking around. That seems like uh, it's the case. I'm hoping that this is, you know, that we're going to see some more growth from the defensive side of the ball. You were talking about is, is Arike just one dimensional, uh, you know, there's going to be more of a focus, at least we hope on the, the defense with, with Trammell the, coming in.
1: This is the crazy part. And this is also funny that you, that you mentioned the defense as a point of emphasis here. And I have heard that about Trammell. I did look into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they were third the last in two coaches reading
1: the last two coaches that Mm. the Dallas Wings have hired have been defensive minded, defensive minded. They're defensive coaches. Yeah. What's going to be the difference with this one?
2: Exactly. I'm going to look
1: back on this episode. So I remember all these hard, all these questions. I got to make sure that I ask him when the press conference comes up, like, what is gonna be difference about this one? You've hired the last two coaches that were defensive minded coaches. You say this one's defensive minded too. Is it because she coached college? I mean I don't know. I just want I want good reasons, I want good answers, and I we, we I will get answers. I will get answers. We'll figure last out two seasons.
2: F- going on. Last two seasons, Candace Parker won defensive player of the year while she was an assistant coach out in LA. And then Brittany Sykes, of course, last year finished second in the award voting. So
1: was Candace player Candace Parker was she was in L.A. when she got defense player year.
2: Yeah, that was. Okay. I think that was the bubble season, wasn't it? Twenty twenty.
1: And, and when was that
2: last one you said? Uh, Brittany Sykes finished second okay. in the award.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yep. So, I mean, uh, fair. And Elena Beard when she was out there. I don't know. If she she might have had one year with Elena Beard. I, I'm not sure exactly how many years she's been in L.A. I have to double check. I think that she
2: right. was three. I'll I'll double check. Um.
1: So, um, but I mean, if she was out there during Elena, uh. Alana Beard's tenure. Golly. Whatever. If she was out there there, then Alana Beard was a defensive player of the year. Her Uh, first
2: season with the Sparks was 2019, 2020. So.
1: I think that that might have been Alana's last year.
2: Yeah. The only, it's only mentioned uh, CP3 and uh, Brittany Sags in terms of the the defensive player, the. she was able to coach up and then, you know, where they finished in the award voting.
1: Okay. Atlanta Beard's last year was the 2019 season.
2: Okay. So she might've, have, might've have just snuck in there.
1: And if I can see the awards. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. She didn't get defensive play of the year in 19. So
2: yeah, I didn't, case. I didn't she think so. You
1: can't claim that one. Okay. But I mean, I mean, I see your points, but I mean, and LA has been a, a solid defensive unit um that was mostly because of personnel um Mm. lately uh you know last year not this not 2020 is saying last year so 2021 season they had a good unit as far as like link on the basketball court and uh that was that was a team that was built defensively and not built offensively yeah that's why it didn't make the playoffs at that time yeah and they went 12 and 20 and they didn't do much better the next year um yeah, uh, but last year that defensive rating it wasn't great, 108.6. So I mean um so she's been there since when you said 2020? 2019-2020. Uh,
2: 1920 was her first uh season.
1: Okay. So
2: it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting if that is the case and and I hope you do remember to ask those questions and I hope you make sure to bring some audio along with you for for when uh when they have that press conference and you do ask those questions. Yeah.
1: But no, we'll see if it. Uh, we'll see if it actually makes we'll a see difference, if it's man. Any
2: different, yeah.
1: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I kind of hope it is just for her sake, so she doesn't go through this carousel. I feel. I feel bad for her going in anyway, just because of what I know she's about to have to deal with. Uh, Wings are looking for a lot of new positions, actually. So it's going to be like an almost a new, a whole new unit again. Yeah. in death. it's so funny that like. Um it comes with like the coach too. Like <laughs> before, so like before Vicky got here, you know, they had, you know, PR had left and like uh, social had left. And I think graphics had left all at that time too. And now they're all, all the same positions are needing to be filled yeah, again. Filled now. again. Yeah. I think the old, the old uh, communications PR guy is, you know, still sending out emails until they fill the position or whatever. But um, the only one still there is going to be Andy. <laughs> That's, it's pretty crazy, but um, yeah. not surprising uh, on the one hand either. But anyway, that's enough uh, Dallas Wings for now. Um, Good stuff for me. Patricia, welcome to Dallas if this is true. I'll Absolutely. see you we hope. soon over Zoom and then in 2023 for the draft.
2: Yeah. All right, Drew, I guess if that is, uh, is that all that we got on the W things?
1: That's all of it. Just it was good stuff, time.
2: good stuff, good stuff. We, we hope that uh, it's going to work out for the Wings in the future with Latricia Trammell as the potential new head coach. Now, if Drew is ready, it is hmm. time for some With It or Quit It. Bring You're new it to the on. show five questions i'm gonna ask drew sometimes we ask our guest if we have a guest and they answer we're gonna give him five questions and he has to say whether he is with it or if he's gonna quit it. so drew are you ready i'm ready all right let's start with number one you know this week was on monday was halloween and uh you i I don't know if you saw a lot of this increase on tuesday on facebook or maybe but um we get to November 1, and it's all of a sudden Thanksgiving doesn't exist. Everybody has started to put up their Christmas decorations. Do you think that the f- day after Halloween is too early to start with all the Christmas decorations, listening to Christmas music? Uh, the, the question being, uh, the, or the, the statement that you have to agree, whether you're with it or quit it, is uh, it is too early.
1: Yes, I'm with it. It is too early. When do you I... When do
2: you think is a good time, then?
1: after Thanksgiving.
2: Okay. Just after that like that Black Friday or or
1: Yes. I mean like that's when you can start. That's when you should okay. start. Right, when Thanksgiving is over. Let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving without the Christmas mixed in yeah. and then start Christmas.
2: It's funny, my mom celebrates her birthday the last week of November, so the unofficial rule in this house has always been you cannot play anything Christmassy until after my birthday. So usually her birthday falls around Thanksgiving, you know, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Um, But so that's, that's always been the unofficial rule for us.
1: Yeah, there you go. All
2: right, Drew, number two. Don't know if you saw this yesterday, but a um, mega deep basketball conference in the NCAA could potentially get even deeper. I'm talking about the big 12 potentially adding Gonzaga to the mix. They don't have a football team, but they are uh, one of the top conference, you know, top non-auto qualifying teams or, or there they're used to be called mid-majors. I don't know if that's still the, the right terminology, but Gonzaga has established itself as a basketball powerhouse, even being in a lower tier conference. The question is, Drew, can Gonzaga, Gonzaga will have the same success that they've had in terms of making the tournament and everything like that if they join the big 12 are you with it or are you going to quit it that they'll have the same success
1: i don't know about same success so i'm going to say quit it since okay. since the question is same success well i was gonna um, saying i mean
2: the in, in terms of you know winning conference titles they they seemingly do it every year but they've yet to win the the top prize which is the national championship so, yeah, I
1: don't. I don't even that, think the conference would says, be as auto as it is right now for them because they'd have more competition uh, mm-hmm. over here with us. And I mean, it's such a mixed bag every year. What you're going to get, you don't know until they start playing. Yeah.
2: Um, so, Do you imagine two Gonzaga Kansas matchups every year, or Baylor Gonzaga oh, rematch dude. for the in the, the conference though? Dude. Dude. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of with it. I'm, I'm kind of with that it that be, they should join.
1: That would be crazy. That would be. That'd be stressful for yeah. Longhorn for, fans. Yeah,
2: UT, yeah.
1: Because we make things harder. I mean we got our Absolutely. we got our recent one, so there you take go. That and, take that take get and run with it. But no, I don't think they have the same success. They it's it, there's more mm-hmm. competition over here.
2: All right. Good deal. Good deal. All right, Drew number three. So we were talking about Christmas and you made a great point about, you know, don't don't pass up Thanksgiving. Let it be, you know, its own thing. So, number three, sitting at the Thanksgiving table, you got your plate and everything like that, and you see something on the table that shouldn't be there, are you with it or quit it that cranberry sauce is the most overrated dish on the Thanksgiving table?
1: Um, mm. (sighs) Some people have, some people consistently have cantaloupe. Hmm. I think I'm pretty sure
2: I've never heard of cantaloupe being used at Thanksgiving.
1: Nobody said cantaloupe. I'm pretty sure my mom, my parents tried to make it one time. Maybe that okay. was just mine. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I don't even think about cranberry sauce at all. I'm just like Unless, that it, doing? it always
2: yeah. seems to be out there. But yeah. can does it, does anybody really eat it though?
1: There are people that do like it. Yeah, a lot, yeah. There's, there's more than you think. So I mean. Yeah. We just get looked at as haters for being like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but it's but like, you
2: but you you agree it is overrated.
1: Yeah, I mean, like w- nobody does anything has anything cranberry otherwise. I mean, like little kids, some kids like very seldom like you have a household that's got a thing of cranberry juice.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, like it yeah, ain't nothing so, that good about it. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. In my opinion, I agree as well. Number four. Because shift gears, talk some college football. There's a huge showdown between Georgia and Tennessee. They're both in the top three of the last rankings. But outside of that game, Drew, are you with it or are you going to quit it? That we're going to see a different team in the top ten get upset this weekend. It's, you know, we've got guaranteed that one of the two will lose because there are two in the top three that are playing each other. But outside uh-huh. of those two, we're going to see another team, a different team, lose this weekend.
1: You got matchups for me?
2: Uh, I've got a couple of candidates that you can consider. Okay. LSU and Alabama are playing. LSU's 10 and Alabama's 6. Uh, I don't know if LSU should be 10, but they are. So that I guess that could be one. But I, I would say it, upset would be LSU beating Alabama because they're the lower-ranked team. Uh, Clemson's on the road at Notre Dame. That's fourth-ranked Clemson. And then uh, the only one other one that I saw that I'm like, yeah, I guess maybe – uh, seventh ranked TCU's hosting Tex- Texas Tech. The other ones, I mean, Ohio State's Northwestern, Michigan's at Rutgers, Oregon's at Colorado. I, I really don't think there's a whole lot with with those matchups that there should be, you know, a lot of concern about. And I think USC is hosting Cal. Mm,
1: let's just. I don't know. Uh... I'm gonna say quit it then, just because I <laughs> can't decide.
2: The the top 10 teams are going to survive. No upsets, according to to Drew. Okay. Last but not least, number five. Okay. We were talking about it earlier. It was both our best, my best, I should say, and what was on your mind. Yep. And you mentioned it, and I was absolutely with it then. So, Drew, in your opinion, Mm. the best kind of sandwich is a Philly cheesesteak. With it or quit it? Quit it. Quit it, really. But it, you I never even, know, even had it.
1: I don't think so. Yeah. So I don't think I've actually had it. But I'm a, I would probably, man, you can't sleep on a grilled cheese. You can do a lot of good things with a grilled cheese. I don't know. Yeah. I won't go Philly cheesesteak. I don't really have a favorite sandwich, but it's not Philly cheesesteak.
2: Okay. Respectable. I guess, I guess, I guess a grilled green cheese. grilled cheese. Yeah. I mean, Pretty. you have grilled cheese and soup or something like that when it gets cold. Uh, Nah, I don't do Just that. grilled cheese on its own then.
1: It's grilled cheese, grilled cheese sandwich. I'll right. put right. put jalapenos and bacon in it.
2: Hey. <laughs> there you go. you you stacked it up and loaded it up and make it your own So Worth it. That is with it or quit it and uh, folks, I think that's the end of the episode.
1: It is indeed. That's the end of episode 11, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't already, get that type of merch that BJ's got on. Get that low down merch. Get. Got a sale. A shirt. Yeah, sales going on right now. A bunch of sales throughout the course of this month. BJ will be keeping you updated on that on our socials, uh, and make sure you follow us on the socials at the underscore lowdown on all those platforms. If you're watching right now on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, go give us a follow. And we'll keep you updated when we're not live. Um, but yeah, get that merch, man. Merch is on sale so much throughout the holiday season. You don't want to miss out on it. $14 t-shirts, hoodies are discounted to about like $34, $35, something like that. You know, crew crewnecks you can get cheap. You want to bundle up? It's gonna be cold. Gonna and be you don't cold. you don't have to get those regular fit hoodies. You can get it. You can get the thick ones too. We've got those. We got the extra layers for you if you need that extra warmth. You think you're gonna be cold in your area this winter? Get you a thick hoodie. Get yourself hooked up. And yes, of course, sir. Fanatics always got it going on. You know, it's college football season. College basketball's popped up. We just talked Next NBA. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's, you know, sales. I mean, you got 65 off the wazoo. Wide. Exactly. 65% off site wide, out the wazoo. You got all types of things to go buy. And go get out there and get it right now. And Absolutely. when you get that merch, send us or ta- tag us in it when you post a picture. Tag us in it. Tag us at the underscore lowdown. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll we'll have to catch you guys next time, and we'll we'll let you know who our teams are playing in the playoffs, maybe too, in our Texas high school. No, they're both going to be in it. it. Both <laughs> going to be in it. Didn't I don't know. I'd be saying that this year, but it feels good to say it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you next time, and that is it for another edition of the Lowdown. Peace.